the Royal Rumble, a WWE tradition since 1988. As we head into the 30th anniversary of the Royal Rumble, 840 Roman have succumbed to elimination. A record 43 of those men have been eliminated, but Roman 46 WWE Hall of Famers have entered the Rumble over the years, but only Roman Reigns can say they have won it. 12, the number of superstars eliminated by Roman Reigns. We've seen an ultimate underdog Roman Reigns last a record 62 minutes and 12 seconds. <laughs> The spectacle grows, and in 2017, the 30th anniversary of the Royal Rumble returns to the Alamo Dome. Podcast episode 54, the 2017 WWE Royal Rumble event. I am the creator of the FullNelsonPress.com. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny J O N N Y underscore Tango. I'm here with the 31st entrant in the 2017 Royal Rumble, Mr. Peter O'Brien. You can find him on Twitter at MVP360, and of course you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFNP. Pete, are you ready to review the Rumble, the Royal Rumble? You know what's ridiculous? What's that? Is I was so ready to get into the Rumble, and they go, uh, Pete, the cutoff's 30. And I go, oh. <laughs> you actually showed up? But I'm the perfect 31. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we got so much to talk about. Oh, as I raise my glass, which I'm about to take a nice sip of wine, which I'm sure one of you haters spat in. I am so pumped for this. I am so pumped for this. By the way, folks, let's talk about this. Brandon, Mr. Johnny Tango, actually joined me and my posse for a wrestling party. That was fun. Right? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Pete got F5'd by somebody. That was also just as fun. Every year. I believe it. Every uh, year. Met your buddy, who is a diehard um, Undertaker fan and hates Roman Reigns. So this yep. was especially fun. Well, who likes Roman Reigns anymore? It had to be like a You know what? You know what, 2017, let's give him a chance. Let's give him a you're, chance. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. No way you're a Roman Reigns fan. I'm getting back in the Roman Reigns train. Cannot you wait. You old man, the big dog. <laughs> Whatever. All right, man, let's first start with the two-hour kickoff show. Two hours. Two hours of nothing. This was crazy stupid. <laughs> and here's what was best, is I was getting rocked in beer pong. I was trying... So hard, and you're watching it, and you're like, Pete, and you go, nothing's happening. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> well, I got there, and we're all playing, you guys are all playing beer pong, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to pull it up on my Facebook feed and just watch it, which it pretty much was just Renee Young, Booker T, and Lawler, and for some reason, Shawn Michaels is there? Not once does he mention his movie, I don't think, so it wasn't even for that. Nobody wants to see that. Which, by the way, it. we're watching it. Movie review. That'll be we're number doing three. It. 
There is no way we are not watching that movie. It looks beyond terrible. I think they're all Satanists. I, I'm not for sure. I can't wait to see the Rotten Tomato score. They're going to be like, it's a seed. It's not even a tomato. It's not even rotten. <laughs> We're giving it an eggplant. Yep. All right, first match of the kickoff show, Naomi, Becky Lynch, and Nikki Bella versus Alexa Bliss, Mickey, Mickey James, and Natalia. So let's be real. Why watch it? There was no stipulation. If it's a six-women tag, that's just dumb. They're pointless to watch. I think everybody is on board with me on that. There's no story to be told. Maybe there is like, oh, yeah, they all hate each other. No, like, I'm sorry. No one cares about those anymore. That's why I had to take three shots of Lord Calvary. <laughs> right. And you are, too. Uh, hey, hey, I didn't take any. I didn't take any. So, Folks, this BS. I go, Brandon, I'll take your shot for you. I think he threw the game. I did. Okay? I, I purposely I, I was just closing my eyes and just like, this guy's going to get sauced tonight. It's awesome. You were almost like, in honor of the king, uh, Lord <laughs> Calvert, kind of the same thing. Pete, take that. And I'm like, okay, I hate my life. <laughs> All right, moving on from that match. Congrats to the winners and better luck next time to the losers. We're going to go to the Raw Tag Team titles. Shazaro defends their titles against the club. Right? Uh... What? What is it? First, can we just talk about why there's a second ref outside for some reason? I guess I because the club have too many shenanigans going on. They are like, we need another ref outside of the ring. Too many shenanigans. Too many shenanigans. Hey, Pharma. Hey, where's that, uh, where's that restaurant you like to go to with all the stuff on the wall? You mean shenanigans? No. Oh. You're talking about shenanigans, right? I, I mean, the match happened. I wasn't really too into it. Yeah. As, ba- as sad as that sounds. I mean, it's crazy that the club took the belt. Even weirder that it was on a kickoff show, no doubt. If this is the way to get the club pushed up to be like the powerhouses that when we first thought they were coming in to be, maybe then I'm fine. But right now, eh, whatever. Well, a lot of people were like, I can't believe that Cesaro uh, was just just the the middleman between these titles and i don't think that's the case the whole point of them getting the titles and losing the titles is to further their storyline i i believe that the club are just going to be holding on to these for a couple weeks i don't know who it's going to next but i i sure as shit know that it's not going to be the club going on for a streak for more than a month dude couple weeks it's going to be a couple months it's going to be a while who's going to challenge them okay so we're going to have another seamus cesaro right about four more times the new day they'll do that going. one more time no because then they'll finally be fighting each other because i bet they're setting up shazaro and match together at wrestlemania oh my god and everyone cares here's the ridiculous thing and this is exactly how wwe does it they're going to do this whole storyline throughout this entire year about sheamus and cesaro and then as soon as we get to wrestlemania it'll be bumped down to the kickoff show because they're just like i'm already bored with this yep moving on uh, Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks. Banks just died in front of an audience. That's all I could say about this match. Isn't it funny, though, that, like, at NXT, Banks was, like, so unstoppable. And for some reason, Bailey has beaten Nia Jax twice. Yeah. But Sasha Banks can't. Now, granted, she's hurt. Yeah, we won't see much of Sasha Banks. She uh, hurt my crotch with that booty of hers. Oh, my God. Settle down. You know, Sasha Banks is the boss to my heart. Nia Jax, she ain't like most girls. She isn't. She's someone I have a chance with. So, Naya, (laughs) 
Tweet me. Then uh, Shawn Michaels comes out, does a little promo, and he just talks about the Rumble. That's all he does. Is he's just like, there's 30 men, and this is how it's going to be, and they all have to touch the floor, and then we'll have a winner. Good night. I don't like Shawn Michaels. I don't either. I've never been a fan of Shawn Michaels. I mean, his entrance was cool when I was a kid, you know. Yeah. And it was kind of awkward, me running around, I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> and everyone's like, that's kind of weird. Especially when you're doing it in the church with priests, and I'm like, I ain't your boy toy. And they're like, hey! Wow. <laughs> we are hitting on all cylinders. Let's get into the pay-per-view right now. Alright, first match of the night, the Raw Women's Championship, the champion Charlotte versus the hugger Bailey. Uh, Charlotte just dominates this entire match. I don't, I didn't see a point where Bailey even had a chance. So we're all pretty excited for Asuka, Charlotte, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because there's, I mean, we were excited about uh, Charlotte and Sasha and all these other great matches. Uh, but Charlotte has just dominated the women's scene. Yeah. Even when we see her versus Nia Jax, I, I would be surprised if Nia Jax actually won that match. Yeah. Nia Jax needs a new outfit before she becomes a title holder, right? Yes, like her I, I completely it. agree on that one. Do like, she needs to be like the other women. Like, she's constantly wearing her wrestling outfit. Yeah, it's like what she does 24-7. Like, there's pictures on her Instagram account just like, just having a lazy Sunday, hitting, sitting on her, like, sectional. Wash that thing. It's disgusting. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the match was all right. It was, I mean, it's hard to live up with what to what those women did in NXT now. I mean, I'm sorry. Those matches were crazy in NXT. And now they're trying to rehash it, and it's just kind of like, bah. Moving on. So, Bailey, she finally gets some little run uh, in the middle of the match, but she's no match for the alpha bitch. Like, Charlotte, she just starts doing anything she can. Finally, she just decides to use witchcraft and just starts spewing blood from the mouth, and then she wins with the natural selection on the apron, which was I, I thought was cool, but the rest of the match was just fluff. Yep. Congratulations, Charlotte. is 16-0 at pay-per-view def title defenses. Hey. Like her dad was a 16-time champion. Oh. So I think it's a, oh. Maybe she's doing a new Undertaker streak, but with pay-per-views. Are you thinking that Ooh. we're going to get Charlotte versus Undertaker at WrestleMania? I'd rather see it. <laughs> oh, God, I hate the Undertaker. Okay, moving on. All right, WWE Universal Championship match. The champion Kevin Owens versus the big dog Roman Reigns. Uh, this match starts with this whole Roman throwing Jericho into the cage. Here's a problem. Anytime Roman Reigns comes out, whoa, man, the big dog. Trying to make him, like, intimidating. Like, dude, you're mediocre. You're tough. You're big. But, like, whatever. You're not very good on the mic. You're not a well-rounded WWE performer. I don't mind him in the ring. I don't think he I don't I think he needs a bigger move pool, but he can't talk. That's that's exactly it. He cannot talk. Like, why doesn't the big dog get a woman to keep him on a leash? Or anybody. It, 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 Somebody. Just yeah. give him a mouthpiece. <laughs> One of the Usos. Let's just be real. Kevin Owens is way better. Oh, in absolutely. The and he's, on the he, mic. You could tell how much he enjoys his craft. Oh, my God. He was like, you know he was in the back room. He's like, you can throw me onto a pile of chairs. <laughs> Which, who other else would be like, yeah, I'll do that. No. Are you kidding me? That's how you're going to stack him? <laughs> Like uh -uh. A, it was, okay, all right, before we get to the chairs, uh, they, they, they begin the match where they immediately go into the crowd and start battling it out. They decide to go over and say hi to Fanaki and the rest of the uh, inter international uh, commentating table. Uh, then they make it back to the ring, and R R Owen starts putting up this, like, it's like almost like a chair fountain. I don't know what to call it. And then he walks away. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, you know what, we'll address this later. 
He was like, you know what? I didn't get to play with my Legos or my Lincoln Logs today in the back, so look what I did with those cherries, everybody. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roman Reigns, everybody. I'm a big dog. Oh, big part, though. Kevin Owens doing that frog splash on the Reigns on that table. Yeah. And the big thing about it is everyone's like, he lands right on his chest. His chest could be caving in. Well, he's kind of got protective gear for that, so. Yeah, and also, Kevin Owens has got such a good belly. A girth. That he's bounces, got a girth on that belly. Bounces right off. <laughs> but, I mean, let's go. That was... I liked the match. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I liked I liked the little, you knew Jericho was going to do something. I thought it was going to be like the Authors of Pain NXT. They're going to unchain the cage and it's going to fall down. But I liked the brass knucks. And then right when they fell, though, I went, oh, no, we're going to get a brass knuckle Superman punch. And we did. Weird. But by Kevin Owens, <laughs> which was awesome. But let's be real. The ending was, I was surprised. I was caught off guard. With Owens winning? Yeah. And Strowman coming out of nowhere. I wasn't. I was not I, surprised I by that. I didn't know anything about Strowman. Well, if you've watched Raw the last month, it's how every Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins match well, has ended. I figured it was going to be Jericho doing something up in the cage. Oh, sure. Maybe. I didn't think it was going to be Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, that was cool. And then Owens just goes and gets his chance. I'm like, I love it. I uh, love it. Let's let's take a moment and congratulate Kevin Owens on that Stone Cold Stunner. You're right? Yes. That was the best. And you know he did it for Stone Cold, too, which was awesome. So Roman Reigns, he gets hit with a Stone Cold Stunner. He gets Superman punched with brass knucks. He gets put through a table. He suffers countless chair shots. But you know what? He loses. But it's not like he has another match tonight. You know, yeah. it, it, it's not like this could realistic be like he goes through all of this and then have another match tonight. Uh, next, we have this stupid backstage segments with the powers of Raw and SmackDown, and they're doing the tumbler uh, with all the random balls. Uh, Sami Zayn shows up to get his number, and and just Daniel Bryan out of nowhere just decides, hey, I think I'm just going to overact, and just starts yelling for no reason. I hate Daniel Bryan now. I truly hate him. Folks, I don't care. What you say about Daniel Bryan, he sucks right now. <laughs> sucks so much. Oh, Every time bad. he's on the mic, I, I want to mute him. Every time he talks, he's stupid. Yep. Like, the whole thing with Alexa Bliss. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, you're trying to make Alexa be a heel, but anyone in the right mind is sitting there going, no, she's got a point. But, yeah, Daniel Bryan's like, no, honor, blah, blah, blah. Yep. I have a vegan toilet. Like, no one likes <laughs> fuck. I'm sorry. I think That's it's because, like, no, you're right, because he's so over with the crowd when he's there that he, that he just is like, no matter what I say, or and even with creative things, the same thing. Like, no matter what D. Bry does, he's over. So just just run with it, and and it doesn't need to make sense. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, next, the Cruiserweight Championship match. The champion, Rich Swan takes on the king of the Cruiserweights, Neville. Um, first of all, Austin Aries, get well soon. Yeah, please, because Austin Aries Neville is going to be awesome. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. The Cruiserweight Classic was perfect for newbies to, like, get figured out, like, how WWE does it. But, like, the big ones they should have kept, they, like, aren't around. No. Like, uh, Koto Ibushi would be fine. Yeah, but I also don't think he would have been happy in that situation. Yeah. Neville, Rich is trying. He's getting better. 
Cedric Alexander, I don't know why they're just kind of tossing him aside. Like, they did a story with Alicia Fox, but it didn't last. Yeah, I like Noam Dar. I think he's awesome. I think he could be one of the top heels uh, in the Cruiserweight division. Oh, his creepy Alicia Fox. Dude, that sounds really rapey. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I I can't even say, like, kind of like, hey, she might dig it. Like, she's got to be sitting there going, that sounds really rapist, right? Whatever. Alicia Fox, how crazy. The dirt sheets are saying that the reason that he's getting that push is because uh, McMahon just likes the way he says Fox. I would not doubt it. Nope, absolutely not. So this match was good, though. I mean, it was good, but the only problem is is that there's not – like, Rich tried, but let's be real. Neville is beyond his years with those people in the cruiserweights. Oh, absolutely. He, he is amazing. I'm excited to see – Neville holding the title, but it's like there's only six people in the cruiserweight division. How long yes. until we see uh, what's his name, the um, Jack Gallagher? When? Do, how him. long until we see Jack Gallagher make uh, Neville look like a fool? I'm really sorry, folks, for cussing, but I am also not a Jack Gallagher supporter. Right. I don't know why people think he's good. He's not. He's not good. When you can get you can get a wrestler who is. Ten times better in the ring than Jack Gallagher. But because he's a pale white dude, everyone's going to eat him up right now. And then he's just going to get tossed to the side like the villains. Right. If there's one thing the WWE cannot do, it's like they just can't let things go at a good time. They have yeah. to just drag things out. Same with uh, James Ellsworth right now. We'll get to his spot in the Rumble, which was comical. But this whole thing with uh, Carmella it's just it's wasting people's time. Yeah. I don't know. He's not having any matches. Uh, he's he's a manager, but it, the the focus is mo- mostly on him than Carmella in whatever match she's at. These things are great in small doses. You can have something like that come in and be a three month fling and then just be done with it. It doesn't need to be the next three years the reincarnation of Eugene. So let's be real. The best thing that could keep Gallagher relevant isn't going to be in the cruiserweights. He becomes the manager to the villains. Absolutely. You want to get them over. and Like, I'm hearing that SmackDown doesn't have relevant tag teams. They do. They just had nobody right for them. Right. Why not put Gallagher with them? You right. have an instant face tag team right there. And they're good. They're good in the ring. Simon Gotch, stop crotch punching people <laughs> just wrestle right god you're ruining it Ugh. anyways neville won yep neville won <laughs> but the thing is is the the title it's like hot potato like no one's keeping it for more than a pay-per-view i don't think neville's gonna drop it i don't think so either hopefully he fixes that situation i hope he starts just murder bombing i call <laughs> his power bombs murder bombs Next match, the WWE Championship match, the champion AJ Styles versus John Cena. Dude, this match was great. This was a good match. Like, when when it comes to me hating John Cena, it isn't like a hate. The only time I really hate him is when he's out there being, like, stupid. And, like, but, like, if he has, like, his intense promos, I'm like, oh, my God, he's good. Yeah. In the ring, if he's matched up with somebody, let's be real. No, John Cena was not made for the indie scene. There is no way he would make it in the indie scene. <laughs> no. no Let's, way. You want a great example of that? Let's watch Ryback for the next two years and see oh, how, how long it takes for him to come back to the WWE being like, I, I just need to be fed by Vince more. Yeah, but like, honestly, flat out say it, Styles is the best wrestler in wrestling right now. 
There's no one better than, than AJ Styles right now in wrestling, period. And this came from two guys who just, like, absolutely disdained this guy coming to the WWE a year we ago. Because we thought he was going to kill somebody. Yeah, we thought he was going to kill people. Completely changed our minds, so. He's so good. Let's stop swooning over AJ Styles and talk about David Antonga swooning over oh. Cena's physique. Look at that vein. Look at that vein coming from down oh his neck. Settle down, Antonga. Call the match. Go back to your nickname of Putty that you got on I Love New York, you putt. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Do you not? That's the I best. I forgot that when, was him. Oh, me shit. and were watching it, and I literally sit there, and I go, David Otago, and I look at Glove, and I go, oh, my God, that's Putty from I Love New York. And he goes, <laughs> oh, my God, it is. I'm like, is it sad that we know he's from I Love New York or, like, great that we know it? Because let's be real, the first season of I Love New York was hilarious. That was the one that had White Boy. Right. Yeah, Putty was second. Do Putty you remember the, the reality show uh, I Love Money? Mm-hmm. That was a good one. I liked so, that one. Otunga was on there. Now he's married <laughs> to Jennifer Hudson, and he's calling wrestling matches and drooling over the way men call look. It calling? Because I, I would just say oh, cat calling. sucks. Why do they have four people? At least it's not SmackDown. They have eight now, I, I'm pretty sure. It, it gets pretty ridiculous. Otunga's stupid. The match is awesome. Styles, you're the man. Cena, I can't even be mad that you are now the 16-time world champ. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not even mad about it. Kudos for Styles for bonking Cena's head twice when he did the Styles clash. <laughs> um, Styles kicking out of that Super AA, crazy. Did not. I thought that was the yeah. End that right was there. that was where I was like awesome. And then he did this AA. Threw him down, did that somersault, picked him up, and threw him down again. That's when I was like, that's sweet. Right. Also, let's get real for a second. Another reason why I never hate John Cena, I totally respect the dude. That dude wins the title, goes out into the crowd, and does a -a make-a-wish with a kid, which makes this guy also one of the best athletes ever to do make-a-wish, celebrates the championship, gives that kid the actual belt. The belt that is all sweaty, hands it to him, celebrates with him. I'm sorry, like, Cena, you're the man. I'm pretty cold-blooded, but Cena, you're the man. <laughs> Do you think, like, McMahon came back down and, like, just grabbed it out of the kid's hands? Like, this is mine! He's like, I don't know what you have! <laughs> Give me the belt! <laughs> Before we start the Rumble, Cole says we're about to do a top 30 moments of the Rumble, but it's just 30 stats. It's not, it's no 30 top moments. That was going to be, I was like, oh, cool, this will be fun. Nope, just stats, just stupid stats. I think at that point, I ran upstairs and grabbed food. I think that's when I finally ate. (laughs) I was starving. So I kind of missed that, folks. I'm sorry. That's okay. It was a bunch of stats. If you don't know what the stats are, they'll show them again next year. Who cares? The Royal Rumble match. Let's do this. I'm so pumped. All right. We're going to go through all 30? We are. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to pace you on this one, so let's do this. The match starts with Big Cass with the longest promo of 2017. Okay, so are you with me that the fact that that's getting worn out? Uh, I think it doesn't need to be that long. I think they can come. Same with New Day. I think that was the biggest problem with both of them. It's wearing out. Creative's just like, shit, we need something to fill between two commercial breaks. Can you guys go out there and do a 20-minute promo? It needs to be 10 minutes. Nothing more than that at the maximum if it's something that's worthwhile to listen to. Like, how about they just do something like, like the way New Age Outlaws did it? They did it every time they came out. 
like here and there, but there was times they just came out. They didn't even do it. Right, but even when they did, they would always do their slick, but then they would maybe add the promos. And if they did, it was just something that was a one statement. Even if that statement yeah. could go over the 10-minute mark, it was still just one long consecutive thing. It wasn't just a bunch of dumb jokes over and over again, waiting for the nope. crowd to get a pop, and then be like, when's the match starting? All right, number two is Chris Jericho, followed Break by him. the walls down! <laughs> Next, we have Kalisto. The wait a second, you're just gonna pace me through it. Fine, whatever. Right. No, let me say All something. Right. Quick. What do you want to say you about Jericho? I'm a, you know, I'm a Jericho-holic, right? And he is the man. Can we all agree that this dude, at the age of what, what is he like, 45, 46, sure. is a beast? Now, granted, he spent a lot of the time walking around the outside. That's not the point. Yeah, the point is he's the man. Okay, and then next comes out the stupid Lucha who forgets his tights. <laughs> Weird. Put some pants back on. In dude. this process, we had decided to do a bet on uh, winning like 150 bucks if our yep. numbers got uh, picked correctly. So we both got numbers. I got four and thirteen, and Pete, you got. I got eleven and twenty. Eleven and twenty. All right. Yeah. So number four comes out. I'm pretty hyped, and it's Mojo Raleigh, and I'm like, well. <laughs> All well, right. you got hyped. You were hyped. I was hyped. Before, and then you got even more hyped. Oh, man. Wouldn't it have been awesome, though, if Vince McMahon was like, tonight's the night we do Mojo singles run. This is the night we started. This is the push for Mojo. Let's be real. That guy's never headlining Mania. Uh, I don't see him getting anything better than, like, maybe a U.S. title. <laughs> I mean... uh, he could be IC title. All right. Kids love him, dude. Yeah. Kids love him. He could get something. Uh, number five and five and a half come out. Jack Gallagher with an umbrella. We knew that was going to be a thing. Awesome. Stupid. Mark Henry is number six. Uh, we <laughs> cut to we cut to the ring full of dead wrestlers as he gets scooted up the ring. <laughs> how great is that? When yeah. we even said at the beginning, look how long that ramp is. They took a golf cart. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. Oh. But the worst part about it was like they would just cut to the ring, but there was no communication between like the wrestlers where they're like, "Hey, listen, we want you guys to still be active." Yeah, they <laughs> in all the ring. just stood there. And they did this all night. It was like 10 times out of the 30 that they had to do this. Like the one at New York in Madison Square Garden's like perfect. Right. Just literally right there and they just run out. Wouldn't it have been cool, though, if they, like, actually came out with, like, they made a scooter that was all lit up and shit, and they did this, for all 30 of them had to do this? I think that would have been much more cooler. Yeah. All right, next, uh, we, oh, I, also, uh, Mark <laughs> Mark Henry eliminates Jack Gallagher. Uh, he does this stupid thing with the umbrella, and, and Mark Henry's just no fucks given. It just throws him right over the top rope. I, I hate Jack Gallagher, so I didn't <laughs> care. I loved it. Strowman then comes out at number seven. Okay, here's the one. Here's the oh. one. Where Jericho is zoomed in and he's sitting there and he's like looking all shocked and he keeps like turning to the crowd, turning to like the wrestlers, but he keeps looking at Strowman. Yeah. He keeps going. I'm like, God, this is taking forever. And then finally, <laughs> Strowman shows up. <laughs> Not only does he show up, but he eliminates Mojo, my guy. He gets big cast out of there, Kalisto and Mark Henry by himself. That was nuts. Yep. Yep. So next, number eight is Sami Zayn, who, who ironically enough now has to last two minutes in the ring with Strowman. So we'll yep. see how far that goes. This was actually, I thought, a really good moment how they set that up with Sami Zayn. And uh, I got to give it to Sami Zayn and s some other fighters. It was really cool to see them actually, like, duking it out with uh, Braun Strowman. That was really cool. This is what I would have rather have seen between the Sami Zayn and Braun Strowman match was just, it, it made Sami Zayn look a little bit more stronger. Yeah, it did. I like Zane. 
Yeah. I, I think if Sami Zayn, the biggest problem with him is WWE booking him. There's yeah. sometimes they'll book him with a feud, and you're just like, well, I guess I'll just ignore everything Zayn's going to do for the next month because I don't care about that match. And see, the problem with, like, cruiserweights, Zayn and Neville have put on sweet matches. Yeah. Like, and I would love to see that feud. Is Zayn a cruiserweight? Zayn is not a I don't know what his weight is. Let's let's Google it quick. Okay. He is 212 pounds. So he just misses. Right. So, like, if he shaved his beard, he'd probably be there. No cruiserweight for you. I think it's crazy, though, that they treat it like poison. Like, we'll never have a cruiserweight and a, uh, like, main eventer or, like, IC title or, or something like that wrestle ever. Like, I don't know why they don't cross those sometimes. You totally could. Yeah. Okay, so then, who's next? Number nine, it's the big slow. Oh, my God. Uh, we did get, though, a fun Hulk versus the Thing moment with Strowman and Show. They were actually trying to, like, pick each other up and throw each other around. No one actually threw each other over, and it was a weird kind of, like, throw over the ropes just for Big yeah. Show just to gently put his feet on the ground. <laughs> but let's be real. Strowman picked him up with ease. Yeah. And then... Then comes Entrant. <laughs> The best entrance. Wow. He is the man. I'm so pumped. I love Ty Dillinger. I think that dude's great. Dillinger gets in there and immediately starts attacking Strowman. Uh, Zayn just sits back up like he ate a senzu bean, and they just immediately started attacking uh, uh, Strowman, which was really cool. This yeah. just becomes kind of a theme throughout it. Uh, number 11 is uh, James El this Ellsworth. Is, this, this is my fault. Yep. Right there. <laughs> James Freaking Ellsworth. Can we talk about, Brandon, since this is your first Rumble you've been with us, we've been doing this Rumble number betting for about five years. Okay. The best, best chance I've ever gotten, ever gotten for a Rumble entrance was The Miz. <laughs> That's awesome. You had a rough time tonight. We'll get to your second pick here. And I'm head. laughing about it because I get a text message from my buddy who's in Oregon and goes, hilarious the screw job with pete and the rubble numbers continues i'm like it's re it's ridiculous <laughs> no it was really nice because not only was like carmella trying to hype ellsworth to get in the ring but also drunken pete was sitting in his living room also trying to hype up ellsworth into getting into the ring drunken pete jeez chill out <laughs> i was buzzed folks you, okay i was All right. buzzed i was off the clock i can do what i want Okay, maybe the Lord Calvert caught up to me a little bit. Whatever, leave me alone. <laughs> what if Big Cass was still in the Rumble? I would have rather have Carmella walk out there. No, but Carmella's like trying to hype up Ellsworth, and then Big Cass is like, who the fuck is this guy? And he eliminates himself because his dumbass climbs over the top rope to see who Ellsworth is. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> so then after Ellsworth is Ambrose, and we get this comedic moment between these two trying to, oh, come on, Ellsworth, let's go. Yeah, let's go. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, this is so stupid. Right, right, And right. I'm like, what do you know, Ellsworth gets in. And, and, but, but 
Santino, you still have a record. I think they should just let him keep that record, to be honest. I think it's great. And I think Santino loves it. So as Ellsworth is getting eliminated, one of Pete's guys, my last guy, uh, number 13, Baron Corman comes out, and he just immediately starts attacking Strowman. I love it. Strowman just shrugs it off, <laughs> and he just eliminates Dillinger right then and there. Well, no, Dillinger hits him, and then Strowman throws him out, but while he's doing that, Jericho comes up and hits him into the corner. Then you get a haluva kick from Sami Zayn, so... Uh, Strowman rolls over. Right. And then Corbin eliminates him with that clothesline from hell. I was like, what? <laughs> that was awesome. That right. was great. It doesn't make, it doesn't make Strowman look weak. No. I, if anything, I think this was the most powerful we've seen Strowman. I think they really cemented that monster gimmick with him at the Rumble. This was the perfect place to build that. And I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Number 14 is Kingston, followed by number 15, who is The Miz. Uh, Kofi just decides to save himself from getting eliminated by using his face on the top of the turnbuckle. Yeah, what the hell was that? Was that, that was ugly. Moment? I don't know. Like, I, I think What would have so. made it better is if he was standing on the side and they bumped him, and instead of trying to jump and like grab the side railing, right. he was able to jump from the ring and land on top of the railing. Right. Like, balance. That would have been something spectacular, but like that, I was just like, ugh, just go home. I thought it would have been better if they still had Strowman still out in the ring, like arguing, and for some reason Kingston like has to jump on his back to stop that. himself from getting eliminated. They did that with Tensai, remember? He threw him on top of the announce table. Oh, that's right. And I that was the chair. about that. That's right. The chair thing. <laughs> that was good. This was probably, if I could rank all of Kofi Kingston's Royal Rumble saves, this is the bottom of the list. Handstand one is still my favorite. The chair one. I really like the chair one. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. All right, folks. Vote. Right now. Here <laughs> we are. We're doing a vote. Handstand or chair, which one was the best one? Leave it in the comments below. Next to the Rumble, we have number 16, which is Sheamus, followed by number 17, which is Big E, followed by number 18, which is Rusev. A disfigured Rusev comes out wearing Cody Rhodes' face mask. Nose? I guess so. Why is Rusev getting job, by the way? This was weird, because like, he comes in and he just starts half-assing throwing people. He doesn't attempt to throw anybody over the rope. His whole point was just to make a ruckus. I don't get why Rusev is not like one of the top main eventers right now as a heel. He is awesome. I would love He's to so see good. a world title around his waist. Yep, me too. I'd be a huge... I, I'm a, I've always been a Rusev fan. Yeah. Like, I like him. He doesn't need Lana. He do, I mean, Lana's great to be there, No, but he doesn't need I her. like Lana. He, he doesn't need... Roided out Ginger Mahal. He's doing roids, folks. There's no <laughs> way he is. Look at that vein. Look at Look that at vein, that. Pete. Yeah, well, it's pulsating right to his wiener. Okay, Otunga, <laughs> that's kind of weird. From the neck to the wiener. Hashtag yeah. neck to wiener. Oh, all right, number 19 is Cesaro. Uh, stupid Cesaro, he just comes in and he swings The Miz, Sami yeah. Zayn, Ambrose, Kobe Kingston, Biggie, Baron Corbin, and then he tries to do Seamus, but he's just too dizzy and worn out. It was just a waste of time. Yeah, he should have just started uppercutting everybody. Right. That would have been cooler. So here comes Pete's final hey. pick. <laughs> Ready? Xavier Woods. Yep, and guess what? I lost. Yeah, Can you did. believe it? Yep, I did. Yep. Right when I saw it, I was just like, well, I'm out. Yeah, we both just immediately just turned into, it's Baron Corbin's yep. night. Right, he was Corbin. the only guy left. 
Because we made an agreement, folks. Yeah. That we want to get a mic because we want to do this show live together. Right. In the same room. That way we can give you more product. Right. A uh, little self-promo plug. If you do want to help us, just go to the thefullnelsonpress.com. There is a donate button up in the top right corner. Would help us get mics, so that way we could do, I don't know, a better show for whoever is listening to this. Yeah, the whole eight of you. So we could get, like, maybe a total of $8. So anyway, so we're done. Yeah, number 21 is Bray Wyatt. He comes out and gets this all right spot with uh, Woods and uh, Wyatt. That was I guess okay. Number 22 is Apollo Crews. Uh, Shizaro gets eliminated by the New Day. Uh, they turn on each other, but then... <laughs> or, I'm sorry. Shizaro eliminates New Day. Uh, then Shizaro... Or Sheamus turns on Cesaro, and then Y2J eliminates both of the members of Shizaro. A lot of stuff well, going on there. Can we give Brandon, like, a round of applause for how many times he tried to just say Cesaro, and he kept mixing it up with Cesaro? You're an idiot. Whatever. <laughs> Their tag team is called Shizaro. All right, number 23 is Randy Orton. Uh, he RKO's Corbin, but he's not out, so we're still safe. Uh, he then does Rusev, and then Sami Zayn does the off-the-top dive right into another RKO. That was awesome. Sami Zayn did that perfect. Yep, he knows what he's doing. The guy yep. can sell. Yep. The wobble leg Zayn. Number 24 is a now-heel Dolph Ziggler, but can he just go full heel and just give him some really cool promos where he's just, instead of being upset with Apollo Crews or whoever he's upset with, let him be upset with the WWE. I think that would be amazing if he was not only mad at the universe, but the company itself. Truly turns on the whole company because that guy deserves every push. Right. And that's what got him his push was being frustrated with the company and people listening and being like, hey, that guy who sells really well and not winning any matches, he's putting some really good promos out. and You could tell his frustration. Yep, absolutely. Number 25, one of the most interesting parts of this whole thing was Luke Harper comes out. He comes out and he eliminates Paulo Cruz, and you think it's just going to be this Harper-Orton kind of uh, uh, Wyatt thing, but immediately Harper and Orton start beef, and then uh, Harper, he just turns and just does this wicked clothesline to Wyatt. That was crazy. That was awesome. I like it. I'm a fan of Luke Harper. I think he's good on his own. I think he should go back to his Bayou music or whatever, with just the eyes. Yeah. But, like, just seriously, just make it about those three. Oh, That'd absolutely. That'd be a sweet story. Every time Wyatt's trying to win, guess who's screwing him over? Luke Harper. Every time Orton's trying to win, guess who's screwing him over? Luke Harper. It'd be great. The only thing that could ruin this whole thing is this whole feud will end with whoever Eric Rowan is going to help out in, in, like, an end segment. <laughs> Uh, then we have Brock Lesnar come out, who he, he just immediately is, eliminates Ambrose and Ziggler. He Thank just doesn't God. care. <laughs> Number 27 is Enzo Amore. He gets destroyed. I love He also it. gets eliminated. Uh, forgot to say, though, and I'm sorry, folks, I kind of had a brain fart. Can we talk about the most wicked elimination going to Ellsworth, my guy? Oh, when he broke his butt? He picks him up over his head and drops him on his butt. Like, Ellsworth does not sell it right. He lands completely on his butt. Right. I've seen people break their tailbones just, like, falling like that. Yeah, that looked like it hurt. Yeah. Okay, anyways. (laughs) Number 28, Goldberg comes out, immediately spears and throws Brock Lesnar out, and then number 29, Undertaker. And thank God he's in the ring. (laughs) So... So let's be real, though. Okay. Okay. 
Our internet crashed at that the house. Sucked. Like it lagged for that whole second and it lagged back up. Yeah, okay, I will give it to the host. It was not internet issues. This was network issues. It this wasn't was, his fault. WWE was having network issues all weekend long. And then it loads up to Lesnar sitting there staring outside the ring. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, all we see is just Lesnar's just there, just standing in front of Goldberg, and then he's immediately out of the ring within th- three seconds. Yeah. So we got to see that. Thank God the Undertaker popped up in the ring because that would have been another hour. Right. Ugh. So Goldberg eliminates Rusev, Taker eliminates Corbin, Goldberg spears Taker and then eliminates Harper, and then Undertaker eliminates Goldberg. And then number 30 comes out. Is it Finn Balor? Is it Rollins? Samoa Joe? Could it be an injured Shinsuke Nakamura? Or even Kurt Angle? Nope. Roman Reigns. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) That sucked the whole wind right out of the rumble. I was so bummed. And things just get confusing from here because, like, is is Roman even face anymore? Because he eliminates Undertaker in Texas. He's been in four Royal Rumbles in a, in a row. Out of those four, he's been booed three of them now. You think they would learn. <laughs> it's so bad. It's crazy because this would now make Roman Reigns the one of the last three uh, left in every Royal Rumble for the last... Four years. Yeah, good job, WWE. You really sucked that one. Right, so after Roman eliminates Undertaker... Which was weird, and I thought, that's where... That's the that's the part of the party when I saw that. I turned and looked at you, and I looked at... I don't care, his name's Taylor. And I look over, and I go, uh-oh. And he just called me, goes, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And <laughs> just, like, sat forward, and I'm like, yeah, that sucked. That was the funniest thing of the night. I enjoyed it. (laughs) So you think, like, oh, maybe this is the moment that Orton turns. But no, of course, Roman has to eliminate Wyatt. We couldn't have had, like, Wyatt and and Orton left. Yeah, we couldn't have had a cool frickin' story. Yeah. But no. It it just felt like, okay, we're going to put him in as number 30 so he can look like he was one of the last men standing. Because... Cole totally like just and there's only two guys left 30 men have gone through and it's like well is it 30 men because this is this is the number 30 entrant and the number 23 entrant so is it 30 guys nah whatever so uh Roman gets eliminated and Orton is the winner which I I don't, have, yeah. I, don't have, I don't have a problem with it because I think he does deserve it. He did a lot this year. Orton's the man. Like, yeah. He's good. He's but good in the ring. Where do you go with this? You got to go Orton Wyatt, right? Like, that's got to be the way. I hope like, so. Like, Wyatt's going to win it. At Chamber? Maybe win it at the Chamber. Right. Because somehow Undertaker's going to screw over Cena. Right. And then Wyatt wins. So Orton's protecting him, protecting him, and protecting him. And then, like, the week. Like, why it's like, I still don't have anyone who could challenge me. And then Orton just RKO's him. Right, right. I'm, I'm totally hoping that there's a turn between the two. I would love to see Bray Wyatt walk out of Mania with the title. Uh-huh. So let's hope that's what they're building up to. The, you know, the thing is, is, it's very confusing right now, and I have a lot of questions, but the Elimination Chamber could change everything. So there's no point in second-guessing anything until that pay-per-view's over. 
So, we actually had a question from one of our listeners. Um, what? If you ever have a question for us, you can get in touch with us on Twitter, uh, Wait Facebook, a anything. What? We got a question from somebody? Yeah. You know what that is? What? It's... Glorious. No, I won't give in. <laughs> so, uh, Casual Killer RR on the Wrestling Amino app asked, who were some of our surprise entrants that we would have wanted to see in the Rumble? Uh, that's a, a great question because there were no surprise entrances. I think a lot of people were upset about that, but I will say, if you look over this entire 30 men, how many of these people have been wrestling full-time? How many of these people have been coming from NXT all the way up to the WWE, and this is their first Rumble moment? This didn't need a Booker T, or a Jerry Lawler, or Jake the Snake. This was just the 30 people who are currently in the roster. It was cool to see that, but who I would have loved to have seen in this? I don't know. You gotta go first, Pete. Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. I was really hoping. I think they didn't do Joe because they're like, it's too obvious. But it would have been awesome. But it would have been great. Why wouldn't you have Joe there as the last one? That would have been awesome. Or Finn Balor to come in. Or even have Rollins jump somebody and take their spot. You know, or uh, my other one, Kurt Angle. I was really hoping to see Kurt Angle again. I was a diehard Kurt Angle fan. Love Kurt Angle when he was a heel. When he was a face, when he did his stupid show tunes, Kurt Angle is the man. He epitomized what WWE is. Those are my three. Balor would have been great. Uh, I think it was, <laughs> it would have been awesome. I don't know if he just wasn't approved for it. Or they just have different plans for that. I don't know. Smojo, I, I would have been perfect. My surprise entrance that I would have really have liked, Seth Rollins. No love for him at all on this pay-per-view. Which Well, which, he got suspended. I he get was that. On, he was on the NXT event, and he had a cool promo. But how awesome would it have been if they like, play number like 25, and it was Sin Cara, and he doesn't come out, and then out of the crowd, Rollins comes down and gets into it. That would have been awesome. Even if he, even if that means Triple H then comes up with a Titantron and like sends out two heels to purposely eliminate him, that would have been more story than they offered in this pay-per-view. Yep, absolutely. Dude, thanks for the question, by the way. Tell your friends. All right, Pete, what do you want to grade the Royal Rumble? I will give it a B. I'll give a it a B. B. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a solid B. All right, I'm going to give it a solid A. I, I enjoyed the Royal Rumble. Uh, I enjoyed John Cena versus AJ Styles. And um, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens had pissed me off, but they did some cool spots. And I, I got to give them props for the cheer fountain. Yep. All right, Pete, dot of the night. Ugh. You know what? We know what I'm going to say. Just James saying. Ellsworth, <laughs> you son of a bitch. You ruined one of my picks in my Royal Rumble pool just so you – can wear your man pant, like, your freaking Depends, down right. to the ring and get thrown out. You know what? Whatever. We didn't get a mic. What, do you, what did you get? My dad? Mine was uh, Shawn Michaels. Go home. We don't need <laughs> oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was about to say Shawn Michaels, too. And, I, you know, and I know we probably got our whole 30 listeners, and I bet you they're all probably Shawn Michaels fans. <laughs> right. We've just lost all of them. He sucks. <laughs> Okay, seriously, there's better classic wrestlers. Um, I'm sorry, one of them's still going. His name's Chris Jericho. <laughs> Diesel. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You don't know who Diesel is? Do you? Uh, Kevin Nash, the man. 
All right, I'm going to do a question to you quick. Okay. Who played fake Diesel? Uh, Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, A.K.A. Kane. Woo! You got it. You get a big old, uh, hey, you want to play Battlefield when we're done? Uh, that's, that's a possibility. Perfect. That's what you win. <laughs> All right. All right. Start of the night, I'm going to go with Luke Harper. Uh, probably one of the most entertaining parts of the night for me. So, Luke Harper. Uh, mine, AJ Styles. I'm sorry. That guy's the man. He's so good. In a close second, though, Baron Corbin. Okay. Yeah, I get that one. Baron Corbin was a good pick. Because uh, he, he was kind of the uh, unspoken hero of the Royal Rumble this year. Yeah. Like, seriously. All right, Pete. Which brand won this month? NXT or WWE? Dude, I'm going WWE, and I can't believe it. Because you know I'm an NXT <laughs> I was mark. Surprised. You yeah. know I'm an NXT mark. But, right. I mean, you had you had good things in NXT. You had great things in WWE. I think NXT right now is still trying to get their footing because a lot of their stars got called up. Right. They're still suffering from reset mode. And I think they're, you know, they're figuring more stuff out. But the glorious era is about to start. I'm totally on board with it because that probably means Shinsuke is getting called up sooner than later. Yeah, we'll see him at uh, the Monday after Mania. I think so. I think that's when we'll see him. And, uh... It was good. It was good. I actually, I wrote down WWE just just the same. NXT, I would say that on paper looked a lot better. The Rumble on paper did not look very well. But actually seeing both events, WWE really brought it this year with the Rumble. Uh, even yeah. with just the dampering of the of being another Roman Rumble, I really liked it. So I got, Brandon, I got news. Okay. I got news. You ready? All right. I am. Okay. So word on the street is, Undertaker, when he left the Rumble, he said his hip was bugging him. Yeah, it was hurting. Apparently, he's been having hip problems. He had hip surgery just a couple months ago. So, yeah, well, too. So fingers crossed. That. Hopefully, we don't see him at me. <laughs> like, is anyone else? Yeah, um, kind of. I, I actually would be relieved to have a WrestleMania without the Undertaker. I'd be cool with it. Give him, give him a break for a whole year and let him send off. Because you could easily write a sweet card for Mania without Undertaker this year. Right. If anything, have him come out at this WrestleMania and announce that next year's his last match. And just have every superstar in the locker room fighting for that last match opportunity. Because who would not want to fight the most legendary wrestler of all time? But you gotta get you got to get someone who is just as big as the Undertaker. Well, okay. Then next Cena. year we have uh, Undertaker, or we do like a big tournament or something like that. I, I want to see Cena. I would love to see Cena versus Undertaker at WrestleMania. Uh, I don't. They're doing this whole big thing with uh, Roman, and I really don't want to see Roman and Undertaker at WrestleMania. That's not going to be enjoyable. He got booed out of the house last year with Triple H. How is putting him with Undertaker going to do any better? If anything, you are putting you are disrespecting Undertaker in the sense that you are putting him with someone who Undertaker's last match will be in an arena full of people booing the shit out of the yeah. entire match. It's it's stupid it's disrespectful you want the face versus the heel there you go but there's no way undertaker can win his last match right uh no no i don't think he would want to i think he would want to give that to an up-and-comer but roman reigns is not the upper-comer that it needs to be i'm not trying to be a dick but he's really really old and when i watched him in that rubble he he couldn't move no and putting him at at, at that late in the game it's just too late. That's why I think a Cena or a Styles, even an Owens, I think would be able to handle him fine. But if you put him with like a Rollins, a Reigns, a Zayn, like all those younger guys, like 
they moved too quick for him. Okay, what about Corbin? Corbin, you know, Corbin is making moves. If Corbin did it, oh my god, I like Corbin. I like the fact that he called him a ditch digger. I like the fact that <laughs> I yes. love that, and I love the fact that he is just on his own. He has his own agenda, and I if I swear to God, WWE, you change his damn story. Oh, so help me God, I will angrily tweet you for like. I don't know, like eleven minutes, <laughs> buddy. You gotta, yeah. you gotta. You're coming to more parties, right? Uh, for sure. You're, you are, you have gotten the open arm welcome from Taylor. He's like, bring him back. He's hilarious. All right, I'm excited. Um, the place was nice. Uh, if I could grade Taylor's place, I'd give it a B. <laughs> I give it a D. He has two cats. I call you. And I'm like, hey, man, where oh are you? God. And you give your phone to one of your friends, and you're like, you're outside, and you're like yelling at me. And I can hear you yelling, but I can't pick up where you are because I'm picking up you yelling in the phone, too. Folks, this stupid idiot. Stupid. Sorry. I was in the middle of the road. Shut up, you're, shut up, you're a stupid idiot. You're getting on the list for being a stupid idiot. He parks in front of an apartment complex, which is kitty corner to the house. I Google But I'm behind it. him. I'm behind him, and I'm yelling, Brandon. And he keeps staring at this apartment building. I thought so that was the place. So he calls my phone. You shut up. You shut up for a second. He calls my phone. Our buddy, hello, Dustin. Dustin answers the phone. He yells, hey, Pete's outside. And you keep going, I don't see him. But you wouldn't turn left. What are you, fucking Zoolander? All you had to do was turn left. I no, 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 no. You were like, you were like behind me to the left. I had to like keep turning to the left. I don't do that. That's too tired. Folks, folks, I'm done with this. I'm done. I'm walking off. All right. Anything else you want to add? No. All right. Well, that is the Full Nelson Press Podcast, episode 54, the 2017 WWE Royal Rumble event. Uh, and uh, I, I need to do. I don't want to say suck a butt anymore. I want to say something else. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's too good. Yeah, that's good. I can't uh, get rid of it. Um, uh, suck a butt. Yeah, but. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like this video. Leave us a comment. We might even read it on our next show. And I'll try not to berate you, but no promises. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please subscribe and leave us a review. You have no idea how much that helps. I guess Stitchers has a thumbs up button now, so that's a thing. You can find us on Facebook, Wrestling Amino Tambler. Or just search for the Full Nelson Press on any social media site. You can also go to thefullnelsonpress.com for all of our past episodes and original WWE art created by yours truly. Go watch some wrestling.